reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Seven marks, seven points. The other one had six and six point five. So Philippians will progress to the next round. You have four choirs. The next round. And they will do one original song and one away song. Galatians chapter two verse twenty. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. 
Yet not I. But Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Who loved me. And gave himself for me. The life which I now live. Is the message I'm continuing to share with you today. That as you are here today, it must be clear to you that you are living a new life. It's a life which is different from your previous life. Your life now is different from your life you had before. There are many believers who are of the mind that when they stop smoking or fornicating and they start attending church it means they are born again but I have already told you that this life you now live begins with something dying in your life something must die in your life that is why Paul said I am crucified with Christ even though I live I am crucified with Christ ladies and gentlemen it is very very important for you to understand this life and live it to the fullest as you walk with God as you live each day you will be confronted with choices that will tend to take you to your past but Paul said and so Paul can say I am crucified. I'm dead. Something has died in me. I'm no more alive. Even though I am living, something has died in me. If nothing has died in you, if there is nothing you can point to as dead in your life, you cannot live for Christ. Those who live for Christ are those in whom something has died. Ladies and gentlemen, for a short time today, I want to continue talking about the, the third pillar I already began talking about it last week. And that pillar is that the life you now live is a spiritual life. It is a spiritual life. Very important that you know as a Christian that there is 
a spiritual life to live. There are some Christians who live a carnal, natural life. And Paul says in Romans chapter 8 and verse 1, that there is no condemnation to those who are spiritual. If you are a Christian and you are carnal, there is a condemnation. You are condemned. You will end up the way unbelievers end up. If you are a Christian, you must be very careful to live a spiritual life. And what are the hallmarks of the spiritual life? Or why should you live a spiritual life? I told you last week that the spirit the spirit of God helps you to have a conviction that you are a child of God. You see, that is why you must be spiritual. When you are spiritual, the spirit of God, Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. He says, and the spirit, big S, that is the spirit of God, bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. If somebody asks you to explain why you say you are a Christian. You are right when you tell the person you can't explain it. You can't explain it. Because the, the, the most powerful evidence that you are a Christian is in your heart. Oh yes, it will show by your lifestyle. By the things you don't do. By the things you do. But the most powerful evidence that you are a child of God is in your spirit. So when you kill that spirit, when you silence that spirit and make it impossible for that for the spirit of God to convict you to let you know that you are a child of God then you are failing to go to the next point I want to talk about so remember the first point the spirit of God the reason why you must be spiritual is that the spirit of God Convicts you that you are a child of God. Makes you know that you are a child of God. Without that, without that conviction, 
you will not live as a Christian. You will sin and not have any prompting in your heart that you've done something wrong. There are many of us here who lack that prompting of the spirit. Nothing tells you that you are a child of God. That's why you can sin freely and come around and dance. You can talk anyhow, live anyhow, and there's nothing that convicts you. It means that your spirit is dead. This life we now live, this life, this life we live it with convictions and it is one conviction the spirit of God constantly telling you you are a child of God you are a child of God come out of that man's room you are a child of God stop sleeping with that girl you are a child of God don't listen to that music you are a child of God move away from that place without that you can't live as a Christian. You will know different from the unbeliever. Today, the second reason why you must be spiritual is that the spirit of God leads you. The believer is led is led by the spirit of God. A Christian, this life we now live, not your old life, this one, you live it, you live it, by being led by the spirit of God. There are many things that can lead you. But the Christian who lives this life is led by the Spirit of God. The Bible says in you just turn your Bibles. Let's let's read. Everybody turn your Bibles to it. Let's let's read very a very, very important scripture. Efficiency. Yes, we are we are we are out of time, but let's quickly look at it. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. Verse 13. The Spirit of God leads us. He says, till we all come in the unity of the faith. And of the knowledge of the Son of God. All of us. This is the chapter where Paul talks about the ministry of the pastor, the teacher, the prophet, the apostle, and the the evangelist. The pastors are supposed to help 
all of us to come to the unity of the faith. That all of us believe the same thing. Not that I believe that you can fornicate and you believe that once you don't have school fees, you can fornicate and pay your fees. All of us must believe the same thing. Now, as Paul was preaching this message, he referred to our past. And that past was characterized by how we were led which must not be how you are led today because today Romans chapter 8 and verse 40 for as many as are led by the spirit of God they are the sons of God how do you know you are a son of God? One of them is that there's the, the spirit bears witness with your spirit. You see, we don't use t-shirts and holding of Bibles and jargons. You cannot wear a t-shirt, Jesus is Lord. It means you are a Christian. That's not the main way we tell that you are a Christian. Even there, there are some girls who go to fornicate and the t-shirt they wear to fornicate is Jesus is Lord. And maybe they, they remove it and then when they finish, they wear it that Jesus is Lord. So we are not using t-shirts. I tell you, we are not using t-shirts here. How do we know that you are a child of God? The title of the message is The Life I Now Live. What is characteristic of the life you now live? That, there's, that the spirit of God bears witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. And number two, that the spirit of God leads you, shows you the way. Do this. Yes, Don't do that. Go here. Stop it. That is the work the spirit of God does. He leads you. Yes. And Paul in Ephesians 4 showed us how we were before. Verse 14. He said, henceforth, we be no more children. Children. That is the past. Or even early new believers. A new believer not very different from an unbeliever. 
not very different. There are a few things that show that the person is a new believer. Very few things. But generally, largely, they, they, they look like unbelievers. It takes a long time for a new believer to look like a Christian. Like a baby. A baby, in many ways, is like a dead body. Cannot sense danger. When an armed robber points a gun at the baby, they, they, they are different. But as you go, you take on the human nature problem. So Paul is describing how we were led before. He said, tossed to and fro. And carried about. By with every wind of doctrine. That is what guided us. People's opinions. What everybody is saying. A Christian is not led by what everybody is saying. A Christian is led by a voice. That voice is the spirit of God. But he said, when you were an unbeliever, when you were not matured and developed, you were carried about by winds. Winds of doctrines. You see, interestingly, interestingly, a mature Christian is also carried about by winds. The more matured you are, the more you are carried about by winds. But that wind is not the wind of doctrines. It's the wind of the spirit. Jesus said the spirit of God is like the wind. It blows where it listens. So when you mature, winds carry you. When you are immature, winds carry you. But there are two different types of winds. Today, I'm telling you that may the wind of the Holy Spirit guide you. Don't allow the wind of what people say. You see a girl baby, and what she's wearing is a wind. Wind of doctrine. What every girl is wearing 
she also sows it and wears it. But a Christian, and so Christian girl, Christian by the wind of the spirit must guide you. When you dress and you stand in front of your mirror, the spirit of God must tell you. This is true. Remove it. So when you are an unbeliever, you are led by people's opinions. And then the next thing is by the slight of men. Slight of men. Whereby they lie in wait to deceive. The word slight of men, the word slight, S E L E I A E I. S L E I G H C stands for deception. But it's not just deception as in like you have come to deceive somebody with a lie. And then slight of men. It talks, you see, the word slight, that word comes from the Greek word kubos. If he Greek, kase mubi aye friend is a cubos, 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 which is a cube. Ah, just say a cube. Which you see, Paul used that thing to describe gambling. That's what they used to gamble. Ah, dice. Omo to cha cha dice na omo to no. Yes, it's a cube. Ah, dice na omo to cha cha yatu no. So the Greek word for slide. If you have a Greek Bible, you see that uh, strong concordance. If you tap. Slight, you see that the Greek word is kubos. That is when you were not a believer, your life was guided by chances. Like when you throw six miludu, it means you must go to church. Some of you, you use the same dice to decide whether you should come to church or you shouldn't come to church. A Christian's life is not based on chances. So, if by chance you meet a nice girl, you marry her. A believer doesn't marry because you just met somebody. A believer doesn't travel just because you have a passport. A believer doesn't live in America just because you have a green card. Something else guides you. Something else leads you. And that is the spirit of God. A believer is not led by cubos. A believer is not led by chance events. If you use, if you use chances, you will, you will miss the will of God. It's when you were unbelievers that we use chances. Anything that came your way, what, what you felt was good. What you felt was good. Was okay. The life you now live is not a cubos life. 
It is the spirit of God. Even when it looks nice, the spirit of God can tell you don't take it. Don't use it. Don't go near it. You don't use your eyes to marry a woman. You can marry a witch. Many men have married witches. You don't use the size of the breast and the buttocks to marry a woman. So must you not use car keys to marry a man. The voice of the Spirit of God. She may not look beautiful, but the Lord will tell you this is the right woman for you. When Samuel was choosing a king, he used cubos. When he saw the man who looked handsome, Eliab was tall. Nice guy. This must be the king. Many of us are saying, This must be the business. This must be the contract. This must be my wife. This must be my husband. But I introduce to you something higher than what your eyes can see, something more powerful than what your eyes can understand. Is the spirit of God and those who allow the spirit of God to lead them they are the sons of God when the spirit of God leads you your friends will not like you there's no way the spirit of God will lead you and you'll be popular among your friends when the spirit of God leads you he takes you along a path they will laugh at you. They will mock you. Some of you, as you are in church, your friends are laughing at you. I'm happy the Spirit of God has led you into the church. I give you three years. Five years. Seven years. Those who are mocking you, they will come and congratulate you. They will come and congratulate you. They will know how did you take this decision what wisdom were you using and you answer them that the wisdom I'm using is the spirit of God's guidance ladies and gentlemen this life we now live we don't use the length of a woman's hair we don't use a money to choose a job you don't choose a job because they pay more you can lose your soul by choosing a certain job but all through life the Holy Spirit is moving he knows the best places for you and those who are true sons of God they trust the Holy Spirit lead me Lord and I will follow may you be found in the right places of your life may you be located in the best place of your life 
may you find yourself standing in the will of God the place God wanted you to be the family God wanted you to have there is nothing higher than being where God wants you to be and the road to where God wants you to be is the road of the spirit of God you don't use legon USC masters PhD intelligence no the spirit of God is wiser than your intelligence the spirit of God he knows better than USC may he guide you may he lead you I said may he guide you and may your life be the life God determined for you to live the life I now live your friends some years to come your friends they will look for you to congratulate you they will look for you to say you are a great person I said they will look for you right now they are laughing at you but keep walking on keep pressing on keep serving Jesus keep praying keep trusting him keep doing his will at the right time you know that the spirit of God led you to the best place in your life clap your hands and stand to your feet keep clapping your hands this morning I want you to close your eyes outside. All those outside, close your eyes. Everybody, close your eyes. There is someone here who wants to take a decision for Jesus. Who wants to give his life to Christ? Today, if you are here, you want to be born again. If you don't become born again by just starting to attend church. You get born again by receiving Jesus. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. You want to be born again. Wherever you are. Just lift your hand. I want to pray. If you want to receive Jesus, lift your hand. If you don't want to receive him, put your hand down. But if you realize that if you die now, you are going to hell. Lift your hand. I want to Yes. You want to receive Jesus. If your hand is up, quickly come to me in front here. Take your Bible and your bag. And your bag. Come. I want to pray for you here. Quickly come. Clap for them as they come. You want to be born again. You want to surrender to Jesus. Come. Keep clapping for them. They are coming. 
let's close our eyes. Bow your head. Lift your two hands, those standing in front. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I'm a sinner. I am dirty. I'm dirty. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. But today. But today, I realize. I realize. I realize. I realize that the blood of Jesus. That the blood of Jesus will wash me. Will wash me. Oh God. Oh God. I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus as my personal savior. As my personal savior. As my master. As my master. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. And write my name. And write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. I'm starting a new life today. I'm starting a new life today. I'm starting a new life today. I am starting a new life today. As a believer. As a believer. Thank you. Thank you for my salvation. For my salvation in Jesus name. In Jesus Say name. I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. I thank you. I thank you for my salvation. For my salvation. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.